I had a dream that I had a stationery company and I was in a checkout lane at a store telling somebody about my stationery company and it was called Worthwhile Paper. You're listening to The Bee Podcast. Make friends, learn new things, and feel understood. Now here's your host, Sage Lally. Hey you, and welcome back to The Bee Podcast. I'm your host, Sage, and today I am excited to be chatting with Kristen Drozdowski. Kristen is from Michigan and received a BFA from Eastern Michigan University. She is also the founder of Worthwhile Paper, a line of screen-printed, thoughtfully crafted paper goods and gifts, and the author and illustrator of a guided journal called You Are the Magic You Seek. Kristen, I'm so excited you're here. Hello. Hi. (laughs) So before we get started, I would love if you could tell me a bit more about who you are and what you do. Great. Um, My name is Kristen Drozdowski. I am an artist and business owner and mom and human and lover of plants. I have a business called Worthwhile Paper. We make screen printed goods that are meant to uplift your energy. I think that's pretty much kind of sums it up. When did you first realize that you wanted to do art as your career? As my career, I honestly started in high school when I broke up with a boyfriend and started taking a graphic design class. And when I was taking that class, I ended up getting a job at a local business doing design work for t-shirts and um, stuff like that. And ever since then, I've just been doing the same kind kind of work and I always knew that I wanted to do something creative, so I went to school for art, and through that, I just, you know, kept following this path of getting creative work and making my own creative work, and it just feels right. How did you come up with the idea for Worthwhile Paper? I had a dream that I had a stationery company, and I was, like, in a checkout lane at a store, like, telling somebody about my stationery company, and it was called Worthwhile Paper, and I woke up thinking, oh, like, that's so cheesy, like, what a cheesy name, and then I tried, I was already kind of making my own stuff, but when I decided I wanted to kind of make a line of stationery and just my own work printed and onto things and sold, I was trying to, you know, do this whole intentional naming process and it just kept coming back to that word. And then I realized it's a part of my mindset. It's just, you know, something I think about a lot of of just like the concept of what matters most. Yeah, I love how a lot of your personal work is related to self-discovery, figuring out how you're feeling, processing emotions, experiences. Can you tell me about how you use art as a way to process yourself, your experience, and your own growth? I'm often learning things about myself or about what the art is about like after I make it. So I'll be sketching in a moment of clarity or just when I am feeling something. And then after I make the art, I'm like, oh, that's what this is about. Like it feels like I, it, it's weird. So it's almost like learning through the making. I want to talk a bit more about your intuition deck. What inspired the intuition deck and what was the process like making it? So I've been in, in therapy for years and I've been practicing yoga, um, traditional Ashtanga yoga for almost seven years. And those two things have really influenced my own personal path of self-discovery and self-healing and self-inquiry. 
And my, my inspiration for the deck came when I was going through some of my old journals because with an, a really great way of processing, obviously, is to like write things out because it slows the mind down. And I would always, I had this way of journaling where I would get to a point in the journaling where I was just writing about it, where I would start like just writing myself like these kind of reminders of, of just things to remember, like remember this. And um, so I was just going through some old journals and I would come, you know, I'd come across these nuggets of like, of like self-affirming phrases and things that were like, yes, this is the lesson from this. And so I started writing, I started, I started uh, writing them all down on a, on scrap pieces of paper. I had these like scrap prints that I cut into the same size rectangles and I started writing them down on the, on the deck. So I had this trial deck first where I was first just taking my own kind of like nuggets of, of wisdom, if you will, and putting them on, on these like scrap pieces of paper. And then I would pull one. So that was before the illustration process. I would just write them down, like scribble them in, in scratch writing just on these, on these cards. And when I was, the illustration process would, would begin with me pulling a card. And if it resonated that day, if it was like, oh, wow, I really needed to hear that, um, then it, I would illustrate it. I'd be like, this is one in the deck. And if I pulled it and it was like, mm, maybe not today, maybe not ever, I don't know, I mean, this one's not feeling quite right, then I would, I would like toss it or I would revise it. Like it's not spot on, but I think if I reworded it differently, it would make more sense. And so it was really this this slow process of creating the deck while using it and creating the deck because I was using it. And so each card has already like resonated with me and that made me feel really good about putting it out into the world. Although it was kind of scary. I was like, these resonate to me. I What's going to happen like when I put it out there? I don't know. It felt like a personal process and then it completely flipped where it's like, seeing this tool in the hands of other people and seeing how it like made sense to to their experience in different ways it turns it into this whole new thing and it's just been so awesome seeing the deck being used in so many different ways and hearing stories about oh I pulled this card and it was like exactly what I needed to hear it was so weird it made sense and um the first time I ever encountered an oracle deck was in therapy when we were having a session and my therapist just had this little, like this Oracle deck that just kind of had, you know, affirmations, I think on them. And I, I remember like a few of our sessions, pull, she would have me pull one at the end and it was like the exact thing that we talked about. I was like, this is amazing. And so, yeah, that was really the inspiration. I, I really enjoyed tarot also, but um, this was kind of just a, I'm going to go through my own self inquiry, like journey in these journals and, see what emerges. What is the process like for you in releasing this work into the world? I'm sure there's some level of of fear and vulnerability that comes from giving a part of yourself the words from your journal or words from a card you wrote to your friend. What is releasing this work into the world like for you? There's some element of non-attachment just because there's a there's like a contentment in knowing if I'm already satisfied with something, then it kind of doesn't matter how it performs. But um as you know, as the, as far as like do people like it or not type thing. But 
Yeah, I guess it is kind of it is kind of vulnerable to share, but, but I guess I just I just love sharing. I feel like being open about our experiences as living beings on this planet and just as a means to connect or just as a means to feel less alone or just as a means to process. I don't know, that's really important to me and it also just feels really natural to do. So, it while it is vulnerable, it also feels like if I can share something that someone else relates to, even if it's just one person, that's okay. It's okay if it doesn't resonate with everybody. If it's one other person, then I've connected with one other person or, or helped that person connect with themselves or remind them of something that they've already discovered about themselves. Yeah, I love that. Where can our listeners find you on the internet if they want to shop your goods or see your art? Thank you. We just launched a new website. It's called worthwhilepaper.com. So you can go to there. And we are also on Instagram at worthwhilepaper and at Kristen Draws. So that's Kristen with an E-N and D-R-O-Z. And that's where I post my painting stuff. Thank you for listening to The Bee Podcast with your host, Sage Lally. If you liked today's episode, be sure to leave us a review. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Your story has the power to help others. If you step out in boldness and have the bravery to tell it, there are people here who will listen. You just have to speak. That's all for now. See you next time. Bye.